1: Welcome to a brand new episode of the Real Life
2: Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash.
1: Welcome, want- welcome to Real Life, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk?
0: Episode 393 of the Real Life Podcast, your M Chuck, Bag Milk and Wanye. Maybe Jay, maybe Chalmers, who knows? I just started it without anyone else here and that's all right.
1: What's up yeah, with that you, intro? How long are we going to rock that thing for?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I mixed it up. The world
1: has moved on. Matt yeah, Chuck, me being in love with him.
0: Yeah, I have two other ones made. I just need to get them loaded up on the them? roadcaster so I can rotate them oh, in. shit. Yeah.
1: What do those should, ones say?
0: Uh, one of them is the math one. One of them is Bag Milk saying that, why aren't I in any of the intros? And that's it.
1: <laughs> well, it's true. Yeah.
2: The Actually,
1: irony no. that you have made an intro of him saying "Why aren't I in the intro?" but won't play it is like 7D chess, Red Chuck.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's uh, <laughs> he's playing 3D chess and I'm playing your checkers. Over. Oh, that was
0: fast. Oh, oh, here, just bring it here. Oh, so we're now a step further from Jay just eating on the podcast. He's actually getting his food delivered to him while we're doing they the got podcast. Slammed
1: downstairs, so the. Uh... <laughs> oh my god this is so fucking whack that he eats on the show Slam downstairs and their short staff, so my lunch took a lot longer than
0: planned jay's lunch took longer than don't planned. eat on the
1: air don't eat on the air don't eat on the air
0: wait actually i'm intrigued don't by this salad now what? take me through what it is oh it's the uh, garden patch you have to bowl. talk into the mic oh it's the, the garden show. patch bowl all right thank you uh, from oh, Dogpatch. Anyways, episode three ninety three brought to you and by. The Four
1: of us went to the international. Is this, are we, on, is, are we of live podcasting? right now? Yeah, we're. Recording. Oh yes. Oh shit. And okay. the four of us, the four of us went to the International Academy of Podcasting School, mm-hmm. and we said, "Hey, should we eat on the air? How many teachers out of ten would say yes?" I
0: actually don't even think we'd be allowed in the doors of said Academy. <laughs> I bet you it happens more than you think in the podcast, especially landscape.
1: on eating podcasts.
0: I actually don't think it would even happen on an eating podcast. Wait until August where we have to go live on location and crush. We can't say where or when, because it hasn't started yet, but we're going to crush a bunch of food while recording a podcast. I have not even been told about this, so I'm intrigued.
2: Yes, you have. You know, but you don't know. Yeah. Okay. If a
1: dentist sponsored the podcast, Jay, would you get a dental oh. procedure while doing the podcast?
2: Just like gentle Hell drilling yeah. or just like drilling in the background? All the time?
1: <laughs> well, I'm getting a root canal in the air today. <laughs> that I respect the commitment. You know, what can you really do? The commitment the to the bit. Listen, ah. while you're eating your salad, I want to kick off this podcast. What the fuck is going on with that Philly goalie?
2: Oh my God. Oh yeah.
1: That's dude! a crazy story.
2: What is it? I don't know anything about it.
1: What's his name? I'll tell a story. I just don't know his name.
0: Oh... I don't know his name either so we'll just well, it, uh
1: the backup find. goalie in Philly
0: No, not a backup goalie. So he's a goalie who plays for S- Ska. Uh, right, but he's projected
1: to be their backup goalie. They signed him this year. They signed
0: year him day. while he was still I think I believe under contract or something was so there's some anyways. Yeah. Okay. Ivan and
2: then he Fedotov. Took his... Ivan Fedotov, is that yes. right? Yeah, So he took
1: his team to the KHL championship backstop. And he was the goalie that went all the way. Then signs in Philly. Then he's at an arena and the like plainclothes police and there's video of it on dailymail.co.uk roll up to this arena and arrest his ass for quote-unquote military evasion right so then i read three different articles one says he's super sick in prison and had to be moved to a military uh hospital a second one says he's already been sent to the Arctic and he's going to serve his one year compulsory military term up there. And the third one goes, we don't know what the fuck has happened to him. No one can get in touch with him. Not even his parents. So like, what is this? They're mad that the KHL goalie dipped and signed in the NHL. So they just forced him into military service. Yeah. The ska owner was upset and he's a, he's a buddy. Holy of Putin's. And I don't, I don't
0: shit. know if he was still under contract with them and leaving it. But but I think they have an out clause in that, so I think yeah. And
1: so imagine he, that. What the fuck? Yeah, it's wild. It's insane. You think about Kenny Hall and helping all the uh, Russian players come into the NHL in the late '80s, right? And big names McGilmy, Burry, all that. There was never any reprisals against them. No, they didn't send like a hit squad over to take out Fedorov. This poor fucking bastard. Oh my god, man. Like, that's one of the craziest things in sport. I think we're just living through a crazy time right now where people are kind of becoming desensitized to shit. Yeah. But, like, when you look at that and you think about, like, the impact of, and then Chuck Fletcher issues a statement, like, uh, that was his whole quote. Like, fuck.
0: <laughs> no, it's wild. Like, <clears throat> I don't, I mean, yeah, there's a Putin lot Putin of-
1: must have personally said, do this.
0: Probably. Like... For the
1: amount of international, exp- like destruction of Russian hockey that, that's gonna do Putin as especially as an ice hockey fan that like fucks with everything must have had to give an okay on some level of this shit mm-hmm. which is just wild man basically says you can't leave the KHL
0: actually they're tying it back to another thing there I've heard that there's a lot of teams at this year's NHL draft that are like we're not taking a Russian. Like we don't know when they'd be able to come over all that stuff. Like we're just not even messing with it. We'll take some North American or some European kid, not messing with anyone from Russia. Wild. I don't, I go, it's funny cause I saw the Oilers are, well, we're linked to everyone right now, of course, everybody. Yeah, but I saw the Gorgiev stuff, and that like immediately like that thought popped in my head. Where did that even start with Gorgiev? Who's reporting? Oh, that? who knows? Everyone's throwing everything I on the wall that right that now. It's, it's a silly season. Everything's a rumor. I know.
2: Silly season is here, and it's just like the Oilers need a goaltender, so they're linked to every single goaltender that has ever put the pads on. Yeah, they're just gonna, don't they're gonna get do Martin, Jack
0: Campbell, please.
2: They're going to get Martin, Martin Broder out of uh, retirement. If why don't by we, the time, Why we don't, we don't you there. want Jack if Campbell? You,
1: if you ask me which way the world would have gone 10 years ago, i like, how's the KHL going to evolve? I'd be like, well, they're probably going to just keep growing and growing with their, all their oil money and take over other markets in Europe and China too and sign some crazy TV deal. And then one day they're going to lure a Canadian player to the KHL for more money than the NHL can deal with. Everyone's going to wig out because we've been stealing Russian players for so long. That's how I would have predicted this would have all evolved towards like a more free market type situation. Never would I have had on my bingo card. Oh yeah. In a few years, the cage will have its top goalie poison basically while having been snatched off the streets. Like it's a crazy timeline.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah I, I, I don't even know what to say. Cause I read it. I'm just like, it's, it's
2: yeah. I've so got a bunch of up. open tabs now I need to read.
0: Yeah. It's so messed up. Just thoughts and like, just hoping for the best for that guy because that is fucked up.
1: I remember that book, Nineteen Eighty Four. How like bad shit happens so fast that people just become completely desensitized to it, and they're just like, ah, whatever. Like in the book, like there was a rocket attack or some shit in one scene, and everybody just goes about their life because they're so desensitized. This is obviously different, but it's like quasi similar that you're just like so numbed by all the weird shit going on right now
0: well that's like with uh britney griner the wnba player and i know there were some people that were like oh like we're not like media shouldn't talk about it because then that gives russia ammo to like do even more because they think they'll have the attention of like america so like don't talk about it but like even that the fact that she's just been in a russian prison for like however long now And like, no one knows what's going on. She like might be going to trial right away or some shit. I don't know. You just, my point is you don't hear a lot about it, Um, but there's wild shit going on in Russia. That kind of goes without saying.
1: Damn, man. We need to protect Ovechkin at all costs. No, man.
0: He's one of like Putin's buddies.
1: (laughs) Wow. But you never know. Buddies turn to enemies and how this shit goes. He's got to get the scoring title.
0: You're rooting for him to pass Gretzky, huh?
1: Well, I don't know. I just think <laughs> the progress and new players over old and Gretzky's got a whole library of records. He's uh, not going to get them in points.
2: It is amazing that he's. That it's even possible given the yeah. difference in eras yeah. they played in.
1: Gretzky's point record will never be touched if there's 10,000 generations of NHL players. In my no, mind. No, yeah, Unless they impossible. start awarding three points for a goal.
2: Yeah, exactly. Unless the it's KHL
1: like now, does something shady to award, yeah, you know what I'm saying?
2: Well, inflation now, one goal is worth two.
1: Is that right? What yep. an age! Yep. You said you don't want Jack Campbell,
0: and the hockey nerd in me is intrigued as to know why.
2: Well, I don't, like.
0: He didn't play good last year. He had a nine fourteen save percentage. Yeah, but I think that's getting skewed because he had a really bad spell. Did he not? Yeah, he had a rough little stretch at one point, but he also wasn't one hundred percent healthy. Also. And how was he in the playoffs? Yeah. He got outdueled by Andre Vasilevsky, the best goalie on the But what was his? But, but, I, and once again,
1: an I don't 897. know. This. 897.
0: An 897. Jeff. That's not going to win you anything in the playoffs, except for Darcy Camper if you have the Colorado Avalanche in front of you.
1: I saw a guy on Twitter who I didn't know, who only had 282 followers. It's not only 282. And he said, Jack Campbell will be an Oiler. I'm sure of it. Book it.
0: My concern is, so... my concern is, we're going to get him and we're going to pay too much. And we're just, it's just going to be yeah. a bad situation for Jack Campbell.
1: This is my concern with Evander Kane. If they sign him to some deal, what the fuck are we talking about? Why would we want to sign 30-year-old Evander Kane, a man with a checkered past of contract fuckery and strange motivations? Why would we want to sign him through his early and mid-30s exactly?
2: May I interest you in a slightly used Claude Giroux then?
0: He's old too, though, right? He's what? 34? 34. 34. Thirty-four. Yeah, well, enticing. I say it's enticing you go. if you if you will sign a two-year deal, which you won't. Well, so Pierre LeBrun in his rumblings blog said that the thing with Giroux will be whichever team's willing to willing willing to give him a two or three-year deal will have a big advantage versus the idea of like a Colorado being like one year to come try win a ring. Claude. He's made his money. He has. So now he's trophy hunting. He's either trophy hunting or he's... He will go to Colorado and sign for a million bucks if he's trophy hunting. See, but LeBron talked about Drew with his two kids and how he'd want... Yeah, doesn't want to move around. He'd want a happy medium of like, hey, chance to win, but also a team that's willing to commit to me. And I think that's why the Oilers are being lumped into this because if they let Kane go, maybe they could go to Drew and say, hey, Colorado is offering you one year, three million bucks, but we'll give you three years by four million bucks. You'll make more money. You'll get to stay in one spot. You'll get to play in Canada. And we just went to the Western Conference finals. How about that?
2: Well, I wondered, like, the <laughs> as King long thing. as the
0: money's okay. As long as, like I said, like, if he's going to chase the bag, then, like, we got to be in a situation where we can get some of these guys on those cheap deals because now they saw yeah. what happened this past season and that we're not that far away.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Well, and another thing too is this a Kane thing? How long are the Oilers supposed to wait if this, if his grievance hearing doesn't happen until after free agency? How long are you supposed to wait for the guy and just avoid having the other items on your to do list checked off?
0: Well, and I think that's actually a really intriguing point as well because let's say you have you're you're like, hey, we're going to wait out on Kane and this grievance. We have seven million dollars set aside. Okay, well, what if that money can almost get you both Kulak and Giroux? Do you just say forget Kane and sign Kulak and Giroux?
2: Well, that's just it. Like, what do you do? Like, how like how long can you reasonably wait? And for Vander Kane, from his perspective, how many teams are going to be willing to wait that aren't like the, you know, if he yeah. if he wants to win, how many of the teams that have potential to win are going to be available to him if this drags on?
0: Well, that's when you pull the Duncan Keith maneuver that uh Gregor was floating chatting about last week. Yeah, but who knows how much that'll cost you. But that's what you do. Like, that's what you fucking do. If you're a good GM, you do it. Yeah, you got to find like, a Like Tampa way. just moved on from Ryan McDonough. That was an yep. insane trade. But that's what you do. I know. That is what you do to stay relevant.
2: And, and, they and they've found been a
0: way making to more cap the, space. Who else have they moved on for? JT Miller. Yeah. Tyler Johnson. Like guys that help them when they move on. And they open space for the next. They've got their core and they just do that shit. So we need to be like that. But I'm saying like, you can't just, it's easy to sit there and be like, God, do that. But what are people are doing it? That's the thing. It's not make believe. This well, is like just They happen. They do it. I know. I, I think it was a dumb trade for Nashville, but McDonough is still good. Right. Yeah. He's much miles better than Duncan Keith is. So that move was like, all right, Nashville's getting like a veteran D man. They're down with it. Calling Arizona and being like, Hey, will you take Keith and buy him out? What if they're like, Oh yeah, pick 29, please. Your first rounder. Like, do you do that? If it means, if it means signing Claude Giroux yeah. and Evander Kane, or or Evander Kane, sorry, I'd say another elite player. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yes. The window is now. We've got a three-year timer on this because if we fuck it up, Leon's gone. If we don't fuck it up. Leon stays. Core together. Hopefully, go on some kind of crazy run and win a couple cups. That's what it's about. Okay. We have yeah, three like, years. So our first pick round pick at, is uh, totally available to do shit is. like that. I think it's available, but I'm just not sold on it being for shit like that. Well, look at, look at, look at what
2: Minnesota just did.
0: They traded away a guy that they weren't keeping for a first rounder and a prominent prospect.
2: <laughs> because they need to clear cap.
0: Because they needed to clear cap space. Okay. But what's the. Look compar- at the hole they got. I know, but what's the comparable here? But I'm just saying like, they, like they're in cap hell. Yeah. So they're doing, so they're, they're, they're making a good move right now because they're in a bad situation. Okay. But there's, 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 there's transactions to be had depending on the situation. We're in a situation where we're kind of in like a win now thing. So yeah, you do what like, you need to do, but they were able to flip a bag of beans. Like feel is a good guy, a good player, of course. Yeah. Over a point of game, but they weren't, points. he was going to be worth nothing in like 10 days to them. That's not entirely true. He was an RFA. His rights stay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. He is an RFA. Yeah. But he would have, they, but they, they couldn't afford him. No. But they looked, they turned him into something of a good haul. I know. But he's of value, right? Because how many teams out there were salivating at, like, all right, we're going to get a 24, 25 year old point of game producer who we can sign to an extension. We have his rights. Like, he's valuable. Duncan Keith's contract has negative value. That's what it depends. If you're spending to the, it has more value to Phoenix than it does to us. It has. They need to spend They can they, know, they, get, they get they get they get for 500 grand. Yeah, they get 4.5, they get 4.5 million of cap space or of cap. Sorry, cap yeah. spent. Yeah, that's what they need right now. I know that it is a value, which is why I don't think it would take the first round pick, which is why I actually think that's like a logical thing. I would move like if they're willing to include Krause, I would do <laughs> the first. Yeah, I don't think you. I don't think in, the, in that instance, you need to spend the first on that. Yeah, yeah. But I said, like, you, you need know, to be open. Like, look at like like the shit that Tampa pulls off is insane every year. Every year that McDonough trade is just mind blowing that Nashville did that. I don't understand what they're thinking.
1: What was the deal?
0: Ryan McDonough for like two guys who are largely irrelevant, but they got rid of 6.75 million. And then they got a guy in Philippe Myers who has a really weird buyout where if you buy him out, you actually gain like a cap credit. Yeah. Which is weird. I thought the NHL said cap credits don't exist. Only Apparently, for the Only for the oilers they don't exist. So Tampa Bay just snapped their fingers and got rid of $7.35 million in cap space for next season. And now they can sign Palat and sign someone else. And
2: well, that's when the oilers need to do that. Cause like I did a couple of articles on the on ON about what the 29th pick is going to get you or what it has gotten you over the last 10 years. I've did one where it was the 27th to 30th pick. Like what have those looked like over the past five seasons, that pick, if they do choose it is not going to contribute to this team for two, three, four years. Exactly. It's outside the window. That's that. why
0: you got to spend it. It has to be spent. Yep. Yep. It has to be spent. We have to like, I agree. The only thing that would like mildly concern me is you never want to, like just for the sake of building a long-term sustained contender, you never want to fully punt on a draft class, which is why like if you outright deal the first, you know, not picking in rounds two, one, two, three or four in that scenario is kind of like a not ideal. But if you can move the first and get back a third in the trade, right? Like if you're trading your first for loss and cross in a third, like, something sure. like that, you need to, you still need to pick players and like restock cover 100 you gotta have full you can't but like but yeah the first should be up for grabs i think we're all in agreement green sir mm-hmm. i'm surprised we haven't seen more big news over the last sort of few days here uh, maybe a bunch of gms were just enjoying the long weekend and whatnot but
2: well it is draft week so this is kind of the week when everything gets going a little bit yeah i'm uh excited for things to pick up
0: do Cliff you think jack you campbell though fault. i think if you can get jack campbell like how old is the he? issue is is He's you're 30. gonna damn him too much 30. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to put too much pressure on Jack. Jack needs to be just like set and go do his thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not going to happen here because the number yeah. that's associated with him isn't, he goes through a spell like he did this year. I know how we're all going to be. Yeah. Not great. Not great. And then that's just, that spirals. Like, So let's say it's a three year, $5 million per year offer. And that gets you either Campbell or Huso. Which one would you pick? I would choose Campbell in that scenario. Why is that? More experienced. And more I think, experienced. I think in that way, more reliable. And like you more talked about reliable. his... reliable. You talked about his playoffs. Like How many how many games does he have? 64. Career? Yeah. 135 career NHL games. And what does Ville Huso have? Like 60-something. Okay.
2: Yeah, 64. Sorry, 64 is uh, Ville Huso. Yeah.
0: And again, like look at Campbell's run against Tampa Bay in that series in game seven against the Lightning. He only gave up two goals. He got out dueled by Andre Vasilevsky. He mm-hmm. did his part for the Leafs in that series. He had the one game where he got lit the hell up, and every other game was actually okay. Eight five three is not great. But he had a shutout in game one and nine forty one in game three, nine fourteen in game five, nine twenty in game seven. Game ones don't count because Tampa sucks in game one. That's just well, their I mean, that's their MO okay. buddy. That is their brand. I don't know. I think uh, Jack Campbell is interesting. A 5 million, man. Trust me. We are going to be on his ass. I know. We can't. A $5 million goalie has got to be, he's got like, I'm just worried that it's. I know, but that's worried with everyone. If you, if you sign Darcy Kemper for five and a half. I don't want Darcy Kemper. I just saw him in the playoffs. So who do you want? (sighs) Who do I want as a goalie?
1: (sighs) I can get you a KHL champion in condition unknown. If you're willing to send in a strike force. Intriguing. (laughs) Won't cost you anything.
0: Other than maybe a couple military favors here and there. Yeah. Like the, 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 the market sucks. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, is that like, I I don't think you want Gorgiev. No, I don't want Gorgiev. I'd sign Campbell before I do that. (sighs) I really want Marc-Andre Fleury to re-sign with Minnesota. So we can go get Talbot. That's what I want. Do you want yeah. Talbot? Yes.
2: He's, good. Well, he's, got, he's a cheap one. He's got, well, cheap-ish one year left, right, Tyler?
0: Yeah, 3.6 mil coming off. I like that number. Coming off a season with a 277-911. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah, 911. Knows the city. Knows the city. He's loved in this city. Yeah. You would imagine mm-hmm. he fits in pretty well in the room too, right? Mm-hmm. Could be I've already good. got a
2: folder full of GIFs we can use.
0: thing is, Flurry is, is going, to, going to contender for cheap. Minnesota. You think Minnesota is a contender next year?
2: Would or he goes back to Vegas? They can't add any pieces. But like Which they're another team they though win. that always seems to this was this was work. this
0: was their their moment to go out like this season, and now they have to wait.
2: But they're another one where they always just seem to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like they're not a team that's afraid to make trades at all. So
0: they yeah they have six and a half million dollars in cap space. Yeah. So if they go to flurry, they're like, hey man, who who's up? No flurry and middleton, middleton on the blue line. He's, he'll be cheap. He's got our brights RFA. So, so then, how much are you paying Flurry? Two million bucks. And you're gonna have 4.3 so left two, and you're gonna so go he's, trade. He's gonna spend. So, so I would not say Minnesota's a juggernaut. They're not a juggernaut. Okay. A so then, if he's going for two million, it's juggernaut. If he's going, f- if he's going for two million and they, he's fit, going to Colorado. no, here, listen to me or he's going for he, the magic uh, last dance reunion in Pittsburgh. He sits there with GM, Bill Guerin, who a long run of former Oilers might be GM soon. If Mike Greer gets that job in San Jose, isn't that kind of weird? Um, well, one you're right. It is his brother who is the GM of uh, the Pats. I said it was his dad, but his dad worked for the Pats. Anyways, anyways correction. So if you sit down and you're like, Hey, Mark Andre, you're already in Minnesota. They were very good to him. The owner was like giving him private jets to go fly back and see his family. Good relationship there. Mark Andre, we're gonna sign you for two million bucks. To not win a cup. Will you take the deal? And then when we trade Cam Talbot, we're gonna have over $7 million to go spend on an upgrade somewhere. On who? Who seven million dollars would get you one or two solid middle six pieces? Or a- Is that and that's it? They're, they're they're now they're legit, legit heavyweight. I think so, man. Look at their last few years. Their blue line's good. Spurgeon, Brody, and Dumba. They got Goligoski on that dirt cheap deal next yeah, year. Yeah, old. Up front, Kaprazov's legit. Mm-hmm. Erickson X, legit. Felino, I like. Hartman was playing on their top line. He's making 1.7 Schmel. Matt Boldy's a good young player who they could expect more from next year. I like Matt year. Boldy. Marco Rossi might come over and, and do some damage with him too. Like, I think Minnesota's better than you're giving them credit for. I think you think they're the greatest team ever. <laughs> I yep. might start a wild The greatest corner.
1: modern NHL team. I, I think I think said, they're yeah. not
0: as great as you think. I will. They make the playoffs that next year. Yes,
1: okay. but if I'm Mark Andre
0: Fleury, I am going for the sure thing. I think, or I'm going where I'm very comfortable. What if Colorado doesn't want you. Who do they want? Resign Kemper. Why? Because apparently they like him. They like an eight ninety or whatever save percentage in the playoffs. They like the Stanley Cup ring. He helped them win. Yeah, you could have like they could have had Miko Koskinen and won. I don't think you're giving Darcy Kemper enough credit now. The dude like also couldn't see for half the playoffs. I don't know. I'm worried. Well, Kemper's Kemper's gonna be chasing the bag. Yeah, he's in a he's in a situation because of his career, like, or it's about he, making money too. So, or he, does he like it so much in Colorado he'd stay? He's gonna have to take a discount. Yeah. But it, like, there's going to be a team that'll offer him four or five years, and that's probably what he's going to take. Where Flurry would sign a one year deal mm-hmm. for Colorado, probably for a million and a half bucks. He could, or he goes to Pittsburgh. Why? That's not going to happen. Last dance, bro. They have Jari. They're not. Tri- and if he Flurry goes to Pittsburgh, go give everything in the world to get Tristan Jari here.
2: But like. <laughs> Pittsburgh is also platooned before, so it wouldn't be crazy. I don't think that's going to happen,
0: <sighs> but yeah. this isn't, we're talking about Minnesota's wilds goaltending far too much on this podcast. Yeah, yeah I agree. Cause let's talk about, about who the Oilers should try and get. What should we try and do? Well, maybe Cam
1: Talbot. the Minnesota wild goaltending podcast. What would you have? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I'm just saying that's like See, this, or we're this talking about Joey
2: Chestnut power and 63 dogs back today. And uh, 70, the he protester.
1: 70 did, something. Did yeah. he actually snap his neck? Like, what the hell was that move? That was wild. That was wild. Between <laughs> Joey Chestnut <laughs> like, and his just, hot dogs. Did he pull his head off? Like when I watched that, I was like, Did he just kill a guy in front of the whole crowd? Like so what?
0: so I have a I read a theory last year mm-hmm. that the Nathan's famous actually rigs the contest every year for Joey Chestnut to break his own records. They're giving him like buns that are made different and hot dogs that are like sure. different sizes than everyone else. Cause they know, sure. cause they know the draw every year of Joey Chestnut breaking his own record. They need to get Kobayashi back. They do, but yeah, they the do need them back. American eating association and Kobayashi. Yeah. And I think Kobayashi is one of the guys who actually believes in this theory. I think that might. like, Oh, possible. he probably started it. Yeah. So, I think that this year the cast on Joey's foot and that protester coming up were all (laughs) planted. All (laughs) (laughs) fake. Joey, the hero we deserve. The hero we need this time. (laughs) Yeah, the hero (laughs) we
1: need right now. Is there nothing in this world that has any honor left?
2: (laughs) Yeah,
0: no, not even
2: the Nathan's hot dog championship. That
0: they sat there and (laughs) were like, you know what? Him breaking his record every year is getting boring. Let's try it it by one. Always, he beats it by one. Always,
2: but this year he didn't come close. So
0: his oh, record oh you know? I thought last he beat year. it by one. Or is he digressing? I thought I saw. Yeah, he Eli.
2: digressed this year. So yeah. last year he set the record. Last year, seventy six dogs in ten minutes. Last year, this year he hit sixty three in ten minutes. Yeah, but the highest snap total bitches Well, yeah, he had well, to, yeah, he had to take a little break there.
1: The, 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 is that the included? Do they stop the clock?
2: I don't think they stopped the clock. At least not. I'm, I'm watching it right now. There was no stop the clock. The next highest total, though, behind Chestnut was 43. 43 dogs for second place this year.
1: You got to hand it to the nation, Nathan's Hot Dog Corporation. Because, I mean, hot dogs are fairly, call them a commodity. You couldn't tell one brand from the other, Right. And somebody busted through the door at Nathan's once upon a time was like, I have an idea. A hot dog <laughs> eating contest known uh, all around the world. And they were like, let's do it. They've been doing it for what? Years and like yeah, what yeah, yeah. 50 years, 70 years.
0: I just saw what you Googled, Jay. Are you about to steer this back towards hockey? I just, okay. So before, <laughs> I'm, I'm just looking at this yeah,
2: right now. I'm, I'm wow. It is. Before. In the meantime, this video of Joey Chestnut is grotesque. <laughs> is it him eating the hot dogs? Yeah, it's just oh, like it's so the disgusting. way they how does dunk he it feel in the right water. It's like and-
0: awful. He must go vomit right after. Like, how can you... He oh.
2: actually... so funny you say that. So I Googled it to say what happens thereafter. Joey Chestnut says it takes him about two days to start feeling normal and spends a ton of time on the toilet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> dog's got to come out eventually.
2: Yikes. Uh, All right. Uh,
0: uh, before we get back into the... Hockey talk. Yes. <laughs> give some love to our friends, not only at the HGA group, the presenting sponsor of this show, but also Alpha Romeo of Edmonton, our luxury vroom, 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 vroom. That's not their slogan. And we also learned a but couple episodes ago, they don't make scooters. And I am actually, I'm not in the market for like a riding Vespa scooter. I think I'm going to be in the market. I want to get like those lime scooters. I just want to buy my own.
2: That, I think that'd be an affordable thing for you. Honestly. It's only
1: like 800 bucks. You just recharge it. I think yeah, I'm going to yeah. do it. M If I'm ever driving down the road past you going on one of those things, I'm going to pull over and kick your well, ass. Well, I'd like to
0: see you eat a <laughs> fettuccine Alfredo while you operate that thing.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah well that's going to be a tough one. You're going to have to have some kind of, you won't like scenario. it. You're
0: like, how, You're I can't eat on this Nathan thing. I can't eat and it. drink.
2: Or you have to acquire some of those like beer helmets, but you, everything will have to be pureed. Just the
0: Nathan, Nathan <laughs> hot dog down the tube into the yep. throat. <laughs>
2: That's the only way to do it.
0: Uh, also need to plug our Blue Jays nation or our Oilers nation vacation <laughs> trip to Toronto. Bungled that. Um, the deadline's coming up right away here. So if you're going to get in on this, get in on it quick. Um, we have a few spots left. Yep. We are going to Toronto watching yep. two Blue Jays games, a TFC game, having a great goddamn time. All the information is at nationgear.ca. Also the golf tournament. I got an, a DM from Scott, who's a listener of the show. He wants to come to the Oilers Nation Open, but he can't, all his buddies bailed on him. Oh, God. nice buddies. Oh, come so on. So Scott has no one to go with. Okay. If you are listening oh. to this and you have a group, oh, let's, the Oilers let's Nation Frankenstein open, a group. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. If you are looking for a group at the Oilers Nation Open mm-hmm. out at Cattail Crossing, shut mm-hmm. up the Cattail Crossing, mm-hmm. send, and you have an extra spot. Send me an email, Tyler at OilersNation.com. I will put you in contact with our boy, Scott, who is looking for a single spot. I will I will commit to this group a golf bag full of nation beer.
2: Wow. Maybe we even mosaic a team together where it's just, hey, if we got four singles too, that works out just as well. That's exactly what we're talking about, Bag Milk. Let, let's you get just Scott used Scott a beautiful team, yeah.
0: word. I used Frankenstein. Yep. You said mosaic. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... Basically what we're doing here is if there is a group out there who can add a single email me, Tyler nation.com. Or if there are three other singles out there looking to yeah. form a mosaic real life listener, Frankenstein. Very beautiful.
1: DM or me. alternately, maybe one of your four, some, you know, isn't quite the same grade as the rest of them. And you yeah, want to cut you, someone from the team. Sure. <laughs> you have an Tough Austin. Dec- you could pick up a UFA.
2: <laughs> Tough decisions have to be made.
1: Cut that whack friend out of your crew and add Scott.
2: Yep. And if you are
0: uh a group of three, mm-hmm. or know, maybe a group of four. I don't know if I should announce this yet or not. We've got two NHL alumni coming to play in the tournament. And Gregor's gonna be auctioning them off their team later what? this month. Uh, Is one studty? No offense. No, It's Joaquin Gage and Kyle Brodziak. And cool. we are still waiting for one more. We might have three Oilers Sick. alumni at the tournament.
2: Hmm. that's super cool huh.
0: so Brodziak. if you're looking for that uh, Greg will be announcing uh, and auctioning those off the, uh, I just don't know when he said later this month
1: nice. do you get to keep Kyle Brodziak at the end of the day
2: good question uh, yeah I'll find out what the time limit is hmm. you just take him home for the weekend that'd be really nice <laughs> Kyle Brodziak does stuff around the house makes you breakfast
1: you can get 24 hours of Kyle Brodziak you can get some shit done Absolutely. A lot of shit and learn a lot of things, mm-hmm.
0: <gasps> do a lot of things, be great. Laugh a little, probably. So yeah, if we have four singles that that want to make a group, we will give them a bunch of nation beer to have fun and break the ice. So if a bunch of people happen to email me, I'll just do the first three get to join Scott, and at that point it would just be 250 bucks a person yeah. would make the thousand bucks for the group. And if you want to enter in person, Tyler's address is. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Tyler. I actually moved this weekend, so I have a new address. I finally moved into my new place. But that's the address I think you leaked, isn't it? No, it's the one where there was a picture (laughs) at one point. You could see the number of the house, but no one knows where it is. Just run a grid grid pattern in St. Albert. We'll find him. Yep. Please don't. don't. It'll be the guy with the scooter parked outside that's got Alfredo sauce all over it. Yep. <laughs> or a half <half-eaten laughs> chicken parm or something. Oh, speaking of chicken parm, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I feel like you may have told me this or maybe not. I went to Olive Garden yesterday. I haven't been to Olive Garden in years.
1: Seafood Portofino,
0: No longer on the menu.
1: Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I was devastated. I was devastated. The greatest dish in the oh, history of Italy. To,
0: like, when it when it was time oh. to treat ourselves right, it was seafood portofino, at <laughs> Olive Garden. R. This R.
1: economy, R.I.P.
0: Yeah, R.I.P. Man. Oh, oh, that's devastating. It was devastating. It was,
2: I could hear it in one year's oh, true. <laughs> like it was, it was, an aspirational it was the aspirational dish of best. our youth.
1: Oh, it was nah. the best. It was what you did when you were balling out. You got seafood Portofino. One mm, time we a... fell asleep at the Olive Garden <laughs> in Calgary on the lawn. He was so drunk in the middle of the day because we were at the stampede and we'd like at a moment's notice decided to all go to Olive Garden, hammered drunk to eat seafood Portofino. And Chalmers waiting to get in and fell asleep on the lawn. Rest of power, seafood portofino. Rest you were a true alone. dish. <laughs> it was good.
2: I was always a tour of Italy guy. I saw so I went to parm, which is not yeah, far Italian off. Italian feast, I say.
1: So. If they ever discontinue the breadsticks and salad promotion, we need to start, we need to draw a line and say, we are going to defend some things from the old world. 100%. 100%.
2: That's the best part about going to Olive Garden is getting loaded up on breadsticks and salad to start off.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Love it. Posting nice raspberry iced tea to couple with it. You'll be very proud, your M. Chuck. I went there at like three
0: thirty p.m. for dinner. Ah, that's well. <laughs> why that's normal dinner time. Right. Oh, right in your wheelhouse.
1: Yep. Did you take Crawford to unveil seafood Portofino, and then you? <laughs> it was back supposed to, to be a big Andy? reveal.
0: Yeah. That gonna be her first solid meal she ever ate.
1: Uh, really? <laughs> no. Uh,
2: uh, she missed out either way. She was devastated. Yeah, un- un- understandably so. Yeah. And then right across the street, were you at the one on the West End? Yeah, or south side well, oh, then well Right across the street, there's the ghost of Red Robin staring right back at her. Just oh, devastation bones. all around. Oh man, yeah. They said that just good cheap wings there. Has Tower Onion Rings, Freckled lemonade. Delightful. Uh, They're all listen, over B.C., by the way. Yeah,
0: Red Robins?
1: Yeah, it was an yeah. Alberta thing, I think. What? Red Robins still around? No. Oh, absolutely. Oh, B.C., yeah. Oh, in BC, yeah. shit. Well, you win some, you lose some in the food game, I guess. There's
0: a Chili's in the airport.
2: I'll be in there the is. airport tomorrow. Oh. That Chili's is like the land where time does not exist, you know? It's just a great, great establishment right
1: there. Yeah. Is seafood portofino available in B.C.? Are they just Ask fucking with us here too? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Alberta's getting the shot. Man, that's
1: like the Big Mac being canceled.
0: Well, yeah, it's a staple. It was a staple. It was the feature staple. Like the fancy staple.
1: It yes. Was good. It was a galaxy of
0: seafood. You wouldn't, you're not a seafood guy. I'm, I'm it's some of it's growing on me. Okay. Look at those muscles. At
1: Jack. You wouldn't know. Anyways, you wouldn't last five minutes in 1999 Olive Garden in Calgary during the stampede.
0: Fact. All right. It would have been two. So yes. What year? <laughs> and likely still allergic to shellfish.
2: Before we uh, get back to hockey, which I know Tyler wants to do. Jay, did you watch the F1 race yesterday? Or
0: yeah. What a Monday? start.
2: What a start. Unbelievable, Crazy. Man. And
0: what a finish. That was the most entertaining race of
2: the year. How did Zhu Guan Yu like walk away from that? Halo, man. Halo saves the day. Tyler, have you seen the video? No. I'll send it into the group chat right now because it is absolutely bananas. It's amazing, and, and that was happened.
0: right at the start. Like they didn't, he didn't even make a first like. Like it's amazing the but speed. That was turn he was one. Uh, yeah, he so he basically got flipped, slid upside down. I don't know, two hundred feet, crashed into the wall. I don't know, like flipped right over to the wall, over the wall, the the tire wall, and was wedged in between the fence and the tire wall, sideways, after sliding upside down at high speed.
2: Yeah, I'm going to get you guys a video here right now. You oh, you my it? Lord. And he survived? Not a scratch on him. Yeah, fine. Absolutely crazy. Esteban Ocon was more banged up than him. Yeah, and shout out to also, uh, before we move on quickly, George Russell for just getting out of his car and sprinting over there. I know, and that cost
0: him. Like, he couldn't get back in the race because he did that, eh? Yeah, because he turned his car off to go run and do that. And then when he came back on, he couldn't turn it on. So since he needed assistance, he was out of the race. Yeah. Lewis, yeah. Oh, Lewis that, that was Lewis almost had a chance. That was exciting. I had this is like the sports books just love Max Verstappen and because he wins
2: almost every race. I get it.
0: But science winning poll, I went and bet on him to win. He was plus five
2: fifty to win. Oh, nice. Hello. Good for you. Good for you. That's a juicy one. And then I had Lewis to podium. Oh nice And uh, you had a good wee little F1 weekend. Oh yeah, it was great. It was great. I didn't have any uh I only had I put a small amount on on Verstappen to win obviously didn't happen and then I had George Russell to podium obviously didn't happen but yeah. those were the only bets I put in because I had to do the thing where I PVR'd the race and tried to avoid uh, social yeah. media yeah. At <laughs> especially with
0: especially with what happened in the start. Oh
2: my god, all I could not believe it.
0: But that, was, that was like those last 10 laps were exciting.
2: Very exciting. That, that was probably second. my favorite race that I've watched. in My young. I was F1 standing up
0: before. and cheering and like, oh, Swedish berries in the house. Let's go. Unreal. Oh yeah, that was that was entertaining.
2: So the Halo, turns out it works.
0: Halo's is legit, man. Halo it's, it's is legit. shocking. Like
2: as, so, as they were going through it and they were talking about, hey, just so you guys remember, like there was a bunch of drivers that are like, we don't know about this Halo thing when it came in.
0: So at the beginning, so it's Silverstone, which is like the British iconic uh, circuit. Um, Sebastian Vettel drove Nigel Mansell's like 1990, blah, 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 winning car at Silverstone, like 30th anniversary car or something like that. So he drove around the track. And so you see that versus the new one in terms of like the human life preservation Mm-hmm. Uh safety elements like because this is like his head's just full his head comes up above the car. If he, if he flips like upside yep. down like that, that is not good.
2: Oh yeah. If if that crash from Sunday happened in one of those cars, they're not having a happy ending here.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, shout out to all the innovation that's come to that and that um zoo
2: is safe and healthy. Unreal. Anyway, Tyler, you can go back. All here, right,
1: yeah. listen while you guys are talking about that, I have no idea what any of that was about. I started thinking about the Oilers because they're never far from mine. Your M Chuck, if you want to get us to talk about the Oilers, talk about not Oilers and I'll start thinking about the Oilers. If you say talk about the Oilers, we want to talk about something else. So while you're talking about all that F1 shit, <laughs> what if we did this? Could we go and pick up 12 to 15 freaked out KHL players right now? Super cheap. I don't think so. And be like, Ken Holland has a pipeline out of Russia he hasn't dusted off since the nineties. Come to the well, Oilers organization. We have Russian-speaking assistant coaches now in the AHL and ECHL, and we stocked the cupboard.
2: Along those same lines of what you were thinking, when Tyler said that teams are going to avoid drafting Russians this year, I wonder if there's going to be a team with just some late-round picks that goes, you know what, this guy would pick have been a first-round
1: pick. A team that's in a
0: rebuild, a- load up. You know, Go all Russia.
1: Ken Holland, you have this play in the playbook. No, we did We're <laughs> like Russia here in Edmonton. Make little Russia.
0: The, actually, the intriguing one will be a year from now. So that's Connor Bedard's draft year, right? But there's also Matvey Mitchkov, who is apparently just as good, if not better, than Connor Bedard, which is insane. What? Like, What's his name? Matvey Mitchkov. But Mitchkov? How do you spell it? M I T C H K O V, I think. I'm not 100% Holy sure. Holy shit. So Go on. the intrigue is, and I think I'm getting this right. He has some like six year monster deal in the KHL and he can't break it to come to the NHL. So, if you're a team, you could have like you draft them wait, waiting for six years and you have to w- knowing you're going to wait like five, six years to get them. That's crazy. Yeah, Do you still imagine the others, the, you rates when,
1: I don't know. the others went all in on a Russian era and like hired Soviet coaches and shit and like brought over players' families and leaned into it. Ooh, that'd be exciting. Bring in Nail. Oh my god, Nail can be the assistant coach. Talk to all the Russians.
0: Friedman says he thinks Philadelphia could have already offered the fifth overall pick for DeBrinket. Wow. It's a big <laughs> swing if it happens. Yeah. Especially for Philly to do it. Like me, they're not that good. I don't know what the plan would be there. Anyways. I think that's all the hockey talk I had. Well, I was, pulled, I was pulling up a goalie because we know, we know, oh, yeah. okay. we know Winnipeg is blowing it up. They we don't know. have a choice. We don't know that. They're st- Well, their stars are forcing their hand. Dubois is. Dubois is. Wheeler Portugal is. Shifley is. So is.
2: Funny. They all are. Connor Hellebuck. You'd have to pay a lot to get him, but man, would he be good? Well, that's the thing. The time. That's an is interesting now. idea, man. Man, he'd be good.
1: I, That's an it,
2: they have to blow it up.
1: They have to. They have to. The players are leaving of their own accord. Like
2: the they, players they are brought announcing in
1: the in Rick Boyne bonus in advance
0: to fill a gap. Because they didn't get they didn't get the the first coach or the second coach or the third coach they wanted. They got is Rick. That true. Bonus. I
2: only knew Barry Trotz. Who were
1: the other ones?
0: Well, you knew like Rick Talk it was interviewing. Who else is interviewing? Oh, right, right. Rick talk.
1: But uh if I'm Connor Hellebuck, I would actually consider coming to play in Edmonton. Just because you know there's a window,
0: yeah. He's there's six no point. window in Winnipeg. He's well, yeah. Well, their window is, point one. Their window is officially shut. Six point. How much? One for two more years. So it's mm. actually like very doable if Winnipeg were to move them. But the only thing is, there will be a million suitors, and yeah, I just, I'm not convinced on Winnipeg blowing it up.
1: Oh my god! Imagine they, you they don't have a choice. Connor into a second Connor, two Connor.
0: They're keeping Kyle Connor. They're keeping Mark Shifley. They're keeping Nick Ehlers. They got Adam Lowry signed Dubois. You know, they're keeping Shifley. Yeah. The talk is that they're not moving him anymore. They're going to move Wheeler and they may move Dubois, but they could also wait two years on Dubois. But how can you move? how, How can you wait two years on him after he's said what he said?
1: Well, I'm kind of questioning, like, dude, I'm questioning he DuBois. Like four he's years in advance he he's got he no loyalty, that guy. What did he do again? He retired like three years in advance. The
2: Pierre-Luc Dubois said he's going to explore free agency two years ahead of being able to explore free agency. So he's basically just said to Winnipeg, don't even yeah. bother. I'm going to leave. He's
0: just told the fans, hate me. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't obviously like you, so hate me for two years and wow. I'm just going to go chase the bag.
2: That's going to be a tough sell for him in his first, like Winnipeg fans are not going to be pleased with that. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a tough year for him. So. Yeah,
0: They should um, trade uh, Montreal should trade Nick Suzuki for him. The weird part about the jets is how expensive, but still average their blue line is too. Like, why did they think giving like, acquiring $5.9 million of Nate Schmidt was smart? They gave Neil Pionk 5.8 mil and like, he's fine, but Neil Pionk's great. I think he's he's, a good he's the kind
2: of annoying. Yeah, you want him though. Like yeah, yeah.
0: 5.8 yeah. just jumps out to you. It's like it's a big number. It's a big number. Yep. But I guess he's only 26. I shouldn't be critical of that one. Um, Brian
1: what would it take out. to get Halibut for Connor Connor? What would it take to get him out of there? Two firsts?
0: Two firsts, uh, a prospect. Two firsts. And you have to hopefully take a contract of ours. Like,
1: fuck, man. If, not, if, if there's a time to overpay, it's not Evander Kane. It would be to go and get a legit fucking goalie.
0: Two first Holloway Broberg, (sighs) and they take and they take Cassian back.
1: Broberg Holloway
0: and Cassian and
1: two first get
0: you Hallabuck, and they're taking.
2: Oh, and you're also doing Holloway and Broberg.
0: Yeah, do you think you have to do Holloway? I think so. He he, he's got 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 two more. He's got two years left in his deal, and he's out. Yeah, I think Connor Hallabuck takes you three to four assets to get, and I think for the Oilers it's a fourth because you
1: need money going the other way. Yeah, you need, yeah, you need money going on the way, hundred percent. Mm.
2: That's a big. How do you that's come to these conclusions, your M.
1: Chuck? you're generally uh, right. I don't mean that thinking you're wrong. How do you? How do you determine these things? Well, think right? And he also
2: says them with such certainty too. Like I like, know, very,
1: and I don't. I don't doubt him. No, me neither. Just off, off the rip. Yeah. How do you do that?
0: Because I think the Eichel trade set the mark for what a deal for a star player gets you. And Connor Hellebuck's a star player, arguably just as valuable as Jack Eichel because of the position that Hellebuck plays. And when Jacob Chikrin didn't get moved in the last year because no one was willing to give Arizona a fourth asset in the deal. Yeah, well, that's (laughs) going to... They'll move. Yeah, they'll move. They'll drop. That's another guy we should be circling the wagons on. But if you're Winnipeg, you have two years left of Hellebuck. Yeah. You have this season coming up where you could run... Kyle Connor, the forwards I mentioned, right? You could take your $18 million in cap space and take a couple swings here and there. Mm -hmm. And you could try for one more year to win. And then if you don't win, you sit next summer and you're still getting a huge haul for Connor Hellebuck with one year left on his deal.
2: So that trade for Eichel was he was traded from Buffalo to Vegas, along with a conditional third round pick in the 2023 draft to Vegas for Alex Tuck, Peyton, Peyton Krebs, conditional first round pick at the 2022 draft and a conditional second round pick at the 2023 draft. So first and second,
0: a first, a, a second, first, a second, Alex, a legit, Tuck legit top Peyton six Krebs. winger. Who's a now a top line winger, but at the time, yeah, a legit top six winger was good. and, and uh, a former first round pick. So Krebs yeah. is Holloway. Tuck yeah. is Broberg first. I'm saying another first. Sure, you could say a second then.
1: Do yeah. you trade. think the Oilers, your M-Check, actively look at different trade proposals? Like, do they ever sit down and someone goes, What if we tried to get Halibut? And then they work out a bunch of scenarios. And do they like work it through to a conclusion and then decide not to do it? Or do people like not even really spitball trade proposals all that much throughout the year and just fans do it?
0: I think they spitball all the time. I think there's a lot of like right now sitting there. They probably have a large list of like here's our needs, here's what we're willing to move. Let's start going through guys who might be available.
1: And then you just and is there a large amount of deals presented to GMs that are just like no, or is the like do, is there a lot of screening? Do they present lots of ideas, or are they reluctant to present ideas?
0: I don't think there's a reluctance to present ideas. I don't really. Maybe that's something that I'll maybe try to learn more about is how the inner workings of like a pro scouting meeting goes. It'd be interesting.
1: Why not? I can't, I, I can't see one. a GM like making four calls a day, pitching trades all the time and shit. Like, <laughs> no GM's are like, Jesus Christ, this guy again.
0: But I think GMs talk a lot to each other. Oh yeah. They're, yeah. They're talking always.
1: What so are they trying to keep like a line of communication open with a guy, even if there's no business. So like,
0: that? what about Let's, trying to pry Spencer Knight out of Florida?
1: Who's what's his uh, I don't no. know that
0: guy. I think they won't Goaltender. move. They won't move Spencer Knight because they're petrified. Bobrovsky falls off a cliff but and the, they need a cheap starter. And Knight Knight's a, a cool name. Yep. Yeah, they need it. Yeah, but but they've got to get they have to do something with Bobrovsky. You were talking about the mental side of paying Jack Campbell five million bucks to come here and the pressure he'd be facing. Uh. What if like if you acquire a young Spencer Knight and he comes here with all this talk that he's the savior, he's going to be the number one goalie for Connor McDavid. That's just as
2: much pressure.
1: We don't need a savior. We just need like competent goaltending. Yeah, just like average Campbell. goaltending. Would We're be not. Really we don't nice. need you to stop forty five a night. Like I the don't thing is, like. I just can, like. I don't, I don't like, like the feast or
0: He's not a five million dollar goalie. Okay. That's the thing. It's gonna. It's not gonna work. It's gonna be a is lose lose at, situation. Is that it what he comes for? Three for and, and a half. Sure, I can. But five million man, that is a
2: giant target. Is that kind of the rumored number that he's looking for in Toronto?
1: That's just my guess. That's purely oh. a guess. The Based memes on. of having a guy named Knight. It pays for itself. Knight well, Rider. Somebody, Dark Knight.
2: Somebody brought this up on Better Late Than Never in the voicemail that if we did get Jack Campbell, whose nickname is Soup, and we had Stuart Skinner, we would have Soup and Stew between the pipes.
1: Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Huh? The, memes me <laughs> the memes write themselves. The
2: memes write themselves. I, I,
0: I, I can live with Jack Campbell uh, but the, the four side, by it's, it's, four. You gotta do it at four uh, by four. He's not gonna he's gonna cost more than that. So it's probably a ridiculous question anyways. Yeah. I'm just worried. I'm trying to think of who else we can probably like Conor kind of getting Connor kind of of would be unreal.
2: He would be the yeah. he would be the exact guy that I would love to have. But man, if if like Tyler's projected trade, that's a heavy trade to make though.
0: I know. Big, heavy, heavy.
2: But you got to do these things.
0: I don't know if I got to the thing. these
1: things. You got Connor and Leon on you, a shelf. You got to do these things. Limited window. But okay, well, so I don't know. Do we really want to part with our first round pick? Like, are you doing like, like look at, at Tampa? Overall, they
0: took like three core pieces from the Rangers and brought them over to Tampa, transplanted them. Yep, like that was not cheap. And then yeah. continue to then Ponzi scheme their future picks for. Mm-hmm. current current assets like it is like true. contributing
2: assets it's true they're they're like the best of the best right now now i, mean, Colorado, I, 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 I if you're nice.
0: going to go like big trade it'd be nice to get two players into your roster yeah. uh i so, agree but and maybe like like okay so you either you either try to get like three or four solid uh front facing assets meaning defense and forward mm mm-hmm. mhm Or you get like one in the front and you get the goalie. Like, I just think you could look at Colorado. You can look at Colorado and Tampa very differently as well. Tampa has the elite goalie and they don't worry often because of their elite goalie. Colorado built up a juggernaut around good goaltending. So if you're Edmonton, which road do you want to go? Do you, if you have the option to get adequate goaltending, goaltending, I think Colorado got good goaltending. I think Kemper had some games that tanked his numbers and made him look worse than he was, but I think for the most part, he was fine.
1: He was the fact crazy. that Fantuz was able to step in, defeat the oil then step back out is remarkable.
0: Well, yeah. So if well, that's, you're Edmonton, that's a testament to how good everyone in front of him is. So. If, if yes. you're Edmonton, what would you rather do? Would you rather try to build the juggernaut around good goaltending Or would you rather try to, but the market's going to tell us that because we have three years. So it's whatever they can pull off Mm -hmm. is the angle. That's the thing. Like, like, yeah, go get four pieces and let's be a juggernaut and let's just go get a $3 million goalie. That'll be like nine Oh five and just live with
1: it. It's hard to get a goalie in this day and age. It's harder to fix like three or four D right. If you can just, Plug the gap by getting great goaltending. You can have shady
0: D. Like, do Chickren Krause and get Claude Giroux. Yeah, I mean that'd be great. But like that that's it's doable. But like that's what happens. That's what these guys do a
1: multiplayer press conference. We're no dealers, different than, than Colorado. Breiger.
0: We have they had McKiton, Ratnon, Landis Gog, We've got we've got McDavid and Dry Yeah. Bring out
1: four new Oilers at one. We gotta press figure conference. it out. Now,
0: granted, we don't have the cap space they did, but there's still shit we can do. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and it just like
0: you just do it. If you if you say if you push the button and say the time is now, window now open, you go and you do it. You do whatever it takes. Empty
1: the cupboard. Empty it
0: all. Let me float this. Throw the kitchen sink. You have two buttons in front of you. You can only press one. Yes. You can do two firsts: Holloway and Broberg and Cassian for Hellebuck. Yeah. Or you can do two firsts and just Broberg for Chickering and Krause. That's. Uh, but the, so, so, but that's the thing. The reality is, is I'm not going to have both buttons available to me. It's one or the other. But let's say you do.
1: You're um, also the GM okay, of the okay, Oilers okay, in this okay, scenario, yeah, yeah. Jay. There's an element of fiction. No, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we're in
0: make believe. So both of these opportunities unlock themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would probably do Chicken and Crows. Interesting, because then, because then that's the path. Mm-hmm. You just now have one more bullet in the chamber to use to try to go and get another. Mm-hmm front facing asset. Yeah. Oh man, that chicken and Cross package I gave probably isn't even enough, but yeah, I think I'd probably hit it too if I could. Yeah. Even if Holloway was involved, if it was same deal, Holloway or Hellebuck or sorry, same deal, Hellebuck or the chicken cross package. Two sometimes is better than one. Yep. Sometimes. It'd be tough. That's what she said. You've got a legit goalie. Like that's the thing. Like yeah. Hellebuck will, he will. He can win us a series. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. He yes. single-handedly. That's where like yeah. goaltending is so important. That's why maybe he would ah, be our
1: best goalie. You have Kuchar, to oh, legitimately.
0: Man. I don't. You might have. So you have to like almost draw the line of like, okay, let's say in this scenario you're still keeping Kulak, you move him to the right side, but you're basically swapping in your lineup next year, Broberg for Chikrin. And then you're swapping in your lineup, whoever, someone for Kraus, right? So is that jump greater than the jump you get going from Smith to Hellebuck? Maybe the answer is Hellebuck. Maybe I'm talking to myself in a Hellebuck too. Yeah. We've talked about Connor Hellebuck so much this offseason. I just think there's like a 2% chance they trade him.
1: The chance that I was like that's what's better is, than zero, oh, then you got to go. You got to go and try. What's his outlook with Winnipeg? Yeah. Right, like the the, yeah. the the expectations are reasonably low. Versus coming here, he could legitimately win. They all
0: want to leave now. It's it, uh, they they got to issues. the front of the line. so, Shifley wants to go, but they're going to make him stay. How good is he going to be next year? Not that good, because I don't think he's that good, anyways. Well, there you go. Yeah, they should trade him if they were smart. They would move. Him. Oh, I would. Yeah, I wouldn't take him. I wouldn't touch him. His contract's decent though, isn't it? But would you do Zach Cassian mm-hmm. and next year's second round pick for Jonathan Taves at 50% retained? Yes.
1: Really? How much does he cost?
0: 5 it'd be, He'd be he'd 5 be, million bucks. He'd be 525. Five. Actually, you'd you
1: know what? Yeah, him and Connor would be serious.
0: Uh, but you know what? He's really, really regressed. Yeah,
2: yeah he's falling off a cliff. Yeah, 5 million? 5
0: million? I read, uh, I read something that the Hawks, even if they kept 50%, no one would take Taves. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, wow. walking, I'm walking that back. I'm I, I'm walking that back. Mm.
2: 12 goals, 25 and assists.
1: assists. And we're going to sign Patrick Kane, or Patrick Kane, Evander Kane at 30, and Taves himself is valueless beyond a certain age.
0: Yeah, he's 34. It's kind of funny how Taves at 34, you're like, ew, but Giroux at 34. I'm like, damn, that'd be nice. If... <laughs> But it's, it wouldn't be at five million. No, that's I, the thing. Although I wouldn't be surprised if if someone juror, will offer him five million. I bet I wouldn't be surprised if Edmonton looked at him and said three by five. I bet you you get a good player for three more years out of Claude Giroux. Yep, five million. He was well got, over a point a game. In Florida. I know, but he's now it's a different circumstance, right? He's hunting. Yeah. So would he take so, three by four? Like, if we walk through the, the plan, money. like, hey, we've got this deal with Winnipeg, just send in the back burner for Connor Hellabox. Come here for three million. You give Giroux the phone to call Kevin Chevalde off to finish the deal?
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: That's what I do. Like, if people think we're a legit contender, like, if, like, well, we're a legit contender if we make moves. We're not yes. as we're, we have taken a step back currently. If we okay. don't
2: address anything, this would be like Claude, baby. You made eighty million dollars in your career. Let's go! Yeah, let's go. Idiot. Come play in Canada, your home country.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Paul How does it Connor. work? Like the Oilers or teams make a pitch and a player turns down, waving his no movement clause. Like, do they get to talk to the player in addition to talking to the GM? Are they allowed to talk to the player before the GM? How does it work?
0: So like, you're talking about acquiring a player who has a no trade clause.
1: So like, I'm trying to acquire a player from a team and he's mm-hmm. going to be like, I don't want to go to Edmonton. Can you like talk to him in advance? Be like, Hey bro, have you ever seen Bonnie Dune?
0: Well, yeah. So what'll happen if so, if, if, <laughs> if, if, if it's not in the, if it's not considered tampering, if he's actually in a window where he can talk to teams, GM would call coach would call Connor would call. Like you get the yeah, Royal treatment.
2: Yeah. Like yeah. you get moves to call, but like sometimes they grant uh guys yep. a, a window to, to do that early. Didn't they like Carolina just did that with Ethan bear. Yeah. He's allowed to, or sometimes it's teams. the
0: reverse where a team will sit there and be like, our right, two GMs will be like, all right, we think we have a deal, but this player has a no trade. Like I'll do the offer you gave me, but you need to convince him to waive, and the GM will then get permission to call the player, Connor, call the player, coach, call the player. They have permission to communicate sort of, but you yeah. can, like if, if you're no, the no in, movement clause that, that, like the players need to go, they have to get rid of that. They need to know it hurts. If it's about making money, it hurts them more than it helps them.
2: And yeah. Or the other thing, like if you demand a trade, uh, like, yeah, you I think that's garbage. Whereas like you demanded a, a guy demands a trade and you can only go to one or two teams. Mm-hmm. Like, that's nonsense. Yeah, I just, I just, it's, it's,
0: yeah. But I mean, if, if you I'll, want true parity in the league, which yeah. is what they want, they have to kill that shit. Uh, I don't know if the players want true parity in the league. The league wants parity. The league does. Players like want players. maximum money. Yeah. So I, you I, you move that up and allow, like, what, what really, really gets people hot and bothered? Trades. Blockbuster trades. We
1: love trades. It
0: Helps grow the game. Kevin Durant.
1: Damn right it KD does. KD is yeah.
0: coming to the Oilers. Trade. Oh, Interleague League conferences. Intersport.
1: Yeah, top Inter-sport ten memories trades. of all time for me is a press conference of the Oilers. Nothing even on ice. Yeah,
0: two of them. Gretzky and
1: then Pekka and Pronger. Uh, yeah, Pekka Pronger days. That was exciting. Like that was life. like Oof. I was I was ready to run to the moon. I was so excited. Mm-hmm. Wearing all their hats and shit and shades because we're going to go to the cup, bitch. That's a We've got to trade that pick. Conference. We
0: have to trade a first round pick. I think
1: for Halibut.
0: Well, yeah, and a bunch more. Let's yeah.
1: get. I feel like if we can convince your M. Chuck, the trade actually occurs. BS. Your M. Chuck, <laughs> listen to us.
0: Like who's a who's a defenseman that's chasing a cup? I don't know. Alex Edler. Like, I don't know. No, I don't want to hit Edler. PK. No. Yeah, PK is too. JK. PK. I, no, PK. I think PK is going to retire.
1: That's one of my <laughs> I think he is too. He's, he's doing all those hosting things. All oh, right. yeah. he's, he's got a, one he's got a
0: hell of a career waiting for him. Second oh, career. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're going to wrap this thing up. I will be, like I said, at the draft. So maybe I'll go talk to Ken and just be like, listen here, just, Mr. Holland. Just get in front of him shake and be like, make just. Just make the big moves, if man. If you
1: showed up with a Manila envelope, that you'd written the plan on the front of your m check, and just went, "Hey, <laughs> Ken, call me, baby." Gave him finger gun, bing bong, and then hit him up with that document. You'd get a call.
2: Hmm. I buy
0: that. Connor Hellebach. go to the jet and table and weird. say, "Blow it up." Let's keep walking by. blow it up. What if I get like blow into an up. elevator with Kevin Sheffield? I just go, listen, man, blow it up, man. You got to blow it you up. Had your, you're d- not you winning. had your chance. There was some good runs in there, memorable runs, but you lost buff and that was the beginning of the end. Blow it up.
1: Imagine you engineered a trade so good that you brought it to Ken Holland as an outsider. And you're like, I've already got this signed off on that. They like made you assistant GM. You made a trade into office.
0: Blow it up. but I still do the podcast. We do this podcast, but I'm like openly known as yeah. the actual assistant GM of the Oilers.
1: Yeah. Just start like, firing off emails, Tyler. Yep. Just, it's got to
2: be like ken at edmontonoilers.com or something, you know?
1: You asked Connor McDavid a question at the All Star game. Like, you're not that far away from being GM in my mm-hmm. mind, globally speaking.
0: Facts kind of like royalty in, in the UK like I'm like 38th in line if the right people died to being the Oilers team.
1: Bob Stoffer has thought he was going to be the GM of a cup winning team for 30 years now you actually have the chops on account of your large hands
0: blow it up blow it up blow it up I, uh, I, it up. Yeah, I, it up. I will
1: him. Stump. I'll I'll
0: just start going up to every GM I see. No, 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 no. no, no. Winnipeg.
1: Just Winnipeg. Fly to Winnipeg on your own dollar. And then
0: what can we do?
1: <laughs> I'll
0: see. I'll see the GM of the coyotes in an elevator. I'll be like, hey man, listen, you gotta blow it up. And
1: he'll be You just like, land, start just filming yourself, put together a documentary of you stalking him and then proposing it.
0: And then let's get Buffalo to give us Tage Thompson. I don't think that's just I see who's their GM now. Uh, Kevin Adams. Hey, Kev. Listen, man. I was just thinking, blow it up. No, they've already blown it up. And he'll be, blow. you, he'll be like, what? you know
1: it's blown up. You they want just, they just signed 41-year-old Craig
0: it? Anderson <laughs> to be up. their goalie. Doubled his pay. He was 750, being a 1.5. I can't believe they do that. I can't believe that organization keeps doing this shit. They will be good. Alex Tuck and Peyton Krebs are going to see to it. They're now... I, I, I've got a lot of empathy for Sabres fans and the Sabres. Yeah, I love Buffalo. I'm... Uh, I, and I love... I actually like, like, I just like you, you're going to look back and say Buffalo won the Eichel trade, which is just fantastic. And it's yeah. also because Alex Tuck really wants to be a saver. Cause he's from upstate New York mm-hmm. and he
1: loves Niagara falls. Well, Jack Eichel is a big yuck. <laughs> yeah.
0: It'll be interesting to see what happens in Vegas next season. This summer. Some They're very summer.
1: unlikable all of a sudden.
0: Very. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially as you hear like the players don't like it there. Like in terms of was- not being in Vegas, just the organization
1: really that that's what people say
0: that's what's going around the I think they've upset. that and Connor Hellbuck to Edmonton yeah I'm hearing that That's too. what I heard I've heard Vegas is yeah upset kind of some of the core players because they just trade everyone and it's just kind of like there's no we, respect no respect there's yeah the first thing like, what the, you need thing is like you need an element of that but it's when you're like winning cups you have to be when like your Tampa yeah like yeah you, ha- you have to be a little bit ruthless like that because like you don't have a choice if you always, if you want to keep being relevant, you got to just move on and believe that you can, you can draft with what you have left, okay, mm-hmm. and that you can just, you know, you've got your core. The minute their core is too old, then they have to blow it up, like Winnipeg does, blow it up.
1: Trade Halibut. T- title of the Could pod,
0: Hey
2: Winnipeg.
1: Write boy. an article on Jets Nation, being like the play here is to trade Halibut to the Oilers
2: yep. <laughs> for as little as possible and to retain salary. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: bag milk. Could yes. you write an article, Guy Incognito, on Jets Nation and just plant the seed in the jet psyche? Oh, absolutely. It's propaganda, buddy. <laughs> absolutely.
0: It's like all those like, articles. What if you've been writing under pseudonyms, Wane about how Johnny Goudreau needs to leave the flames, right? Or do oh, we yeah. want him back in Calgary? Because we know it'll just lead to mediocrity for the next eight years. Yeah, you want him. It's
1: so strange. It's such a big year, but I feel like he did it for his contract. <laughs> yep. And well, he, if you're
2: going to cash in, though, was on the 115 point season. Yeah, was that a nose
1: whistle? What was that? Tyler just
0: randomly whistled and he can't, he's <laughs> trying to think about why he did. You turned to the window and you whistled.
1: Yeah. That's the <laughs> I was thinking GM. about how
0: I don't think Johnny Goudreau actually cares about winning hockey games. So when Wanye said, did he
1: just have that big year for his contract? I was kind of like, like, Yep. Johnny Goudreau should go to Vegas because they're the same. They're about entertainment and not trying hard. They can't afford to make Except, Except in Major's.
0: your pregame show. Joyce. He's going to Joyce's. Oh, they spend all their
1: money on ICL, that's right. That's just a terrible play for an organization.
0: Their goal, t- yeah, their goaltending's fucked too. They're going to want a hell back, but they can't have him. Who? Vegas. Vegas needs a goalie so bad. No. Yeah, we're up the letter. D. Well, and also his health isn't nah, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right. We're going to wrap this thing up. Blow it up, three ninety three. We're gonna blow it up. We're not, the not blowing it up. Mm. Get that article. Our, our three, our it. three-year championship window is officially open. Some would argue it's been open for a while, but we've been saying it. But like now is <laughs> now is the time. I've never said that ever. Um, but now is the time. All right. Jay is drinking the off-season Kool Aid. Of course, until it, it goes now. down smooth. I'm gonna I, and I'm gonna believe in every trade they make mm-hmm. until. We see what actually happens. That
1: motto for the New Year's Day. The
0: window. Mm-hmm. I barely heard yeah, that You kind of yeah. went to the... Okay. Is
1: that the motto for next season? The window is open? Sure. Shit! Nation, Nation Gear be... Kennedy, get on it.
0: The yeah. window's open. The window is open. Open your window. Or be a rem uh, truck, uh, And look open. at the window and whistle.
1: <laughs> Nose whistle. Window's open. <laughs>
0: Episode 393. Shout out to Oodle Noodle, where the window's always open for Oodle Noodle. The window to buy Oodle Noodle is always there. Yep. Except for if between the hours at 11. And an
1: open window, and 10, tell yeah. the manager mm-hmm. something bad happened.
0: And our friends at DoorDash, where you can use the promo code RealLifeDD, gets you 25% off and of no delivery fees on your first order when you use the DoorDash app. Ding dong. Shout out to the HGA group, our title sponsor. We will chat again on Thursday.
1: Thanks for listening to another episode of The Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. How up?